The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Good morning. Welcome, welcome. As I said in the practice note earlier, for those of you who are here, it's not uncommon that when we start a meditation practice that we really start to learn things about ourselves, discover things about ourselves. And one of the things that we learn about is how do we respond? How do we react when there are difficulties? When we are confronted with our limitations, when we're confronted with these frailties that we perceive in ourselves or these unexamined conflicts that are coming up or confusion or fears. And so, and sometimes we, when we first notice this, we'll be noticing, not noticing our habit, habitual reactions when we notice some of these difficulties or maybe some of these unflattering aspects of ourselves. And so then sometimes when we see these difficulties, we might be a movement of blame. Blaming ourselves, blaming others, blaming something. Or when we notice some of these, I'm using this word difficulties, there might be some anger. Anger at ourselves, anger at others. Or maybe there's this frustration or disappointment or a sense of failure. Like all these things come up. Like we started a meditation practice to try to feel better and then we start to notice all this stuff and we're like, wow, this isn't what I was expecting or hoping or turns out to maybe be a whole lot more under the hood, so to speak, than we were initially thought. So we have these, uh, we notice these things about ourselves, our disappointments or frailties or fears then we may have some blame or anger or disappointment. And then we, sh- then we have this anger and disappointment and blame that we have anger, disappointment, and blame, and we find ourselves kind of in this loop. And it's often not until something distracts us that we find a way forward or get out of this sense of uh, feeling that it's unfortunate and wishing things were different. So sometimes we might think, well, maybe there's only, we can suppress them and deny them, these difficult feelings. We can try to just orient only towards the beautiful and the light and the lovely. But of course that doesn't work. I mean, it works until it doesn't, a certain amount, right? We can kind of turn away from or repress or deny Or maybe we can go the opposite way in thinking that, okay, well, I just need to express and uh, really get into and get into the meat of it and roll around into whatever this difficulty is. i got to really feel it. And maybe we even find ourselves acting out all of our dislikes, acting out all of our opinions or agitations and just letting them be known to ourselves and to others. Unfortunately, if we do that, some ways, some ways we're reinforcing our habits, this habit of meeting things that are 
uncomfortable and not that we would like to see about ourselves of if we are acting out then the frustration or anger of you know we're just reinforcing that behavior and turn that doesn't turn out to be a way forward either so repressing or denying doesn't work acting out doesn't work i mean in the way that we would like, in the way that helps us to find more freedom and ease and peace in our life. So, of course, a third alternative is to turn towards and have what we thought were obstacles turn out to be vehicles, ways to deepen our practice and this way forward towards greater peace and freedom. And I think there's this story that's from Jack Cornfield that uh, he shares in one of his books. That now I don't remember which book. It might be A Wise Heart. That when I read this story, it really uh, stuck with me. Something that I sometimes use as a way that comes to mind when there's some difficulties and I find myself getting a little stuck with them. Or that they feel a little stickier than they need to be. So the story goes like this. So there's a tree, and it has this fruit that uh, has this poisonous fruit. And sometimes when somebody sees it, they see only the danger. Like, oh my gosh, we got to get rid of this tree, this poison fruit. People are going to get hurt. I'm going to get hurt. It's the best thing, definitely. We absolutely need to cut down this tree. And Sometimes this is our initial response. This is poisonous. It's harmful. We've got to get rid of it. And whatever, you know, the poison tree for us, right, it can be so many different things. But then Jack um, includes in this story, is like maybe there's a, a, somebody who's practiced for a little bit longer. They might have a little different response to this, is that they might see this poison tree and they don't meet it with aversion. They don't have this idea that it needs to be cut down and gotten rid of. Instead, they realize, okay, that we have to like open to life. We have to open to what life brings us and bring this heartfelt uh, compassion and warmth towards whatever life is bringing us. And somehow there's this recognition, okay, this poison tree is just a part of life. It's probably a part of me. So let's not cut it down. Instead, let's have compassion for this tree. And so out of kindness, they build a fence around this tree. They do this with warm-heartedness and care. They build a fence and they say, so that others may not be poisoned by this and so that we won't be poisoned by it, but there's this fence. And so this shows like a really different uh, relationship to difficulties. First, there's like this aversion and then there's ones like, no, 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 here's some care. We don't have to get rid of it. It can be there, but let's uh, you know send some parameters and some boundaries, and so that it doesn't be harmful. But then there's a third way to be with this tree, and this you might say, and Jack in his story he says, this is somebody who's been further along on this uh, spiritual practice, and this person who has some wisdom and some vision comes across this poison tree. 
And instead of having aversion or instead of meeting it with compassion and wanting to build a fence around it, says, oh, a poison tree, perfect, just what I was looking for. And this person, they pick the fruit and they investigate its properties and they mix it with some other ingredients and they use this poison as medicine to help themselves and to help others. So using the fruit that is there, that's being offered in a way that brings greater peace and ease not only to themselves but to others and using it as a way forward. And so it's through like respect and understanding the tree. And using the fruit, taking what's beneficial, leaving behind what isn't helpful, and build, sprinkling in some other ingredients, maybe sprinkling in some of this compassion and maybe some mindfulness and care, and turning it into medicine. So what would it be like, all these things that we think that we have to get rid of, whether it's during a meditation session or in our life, and to turn it into medicine? And instead of having this aversion, say, oh, perfect, just what I was looking for. And maybe as an aside, some of you may know that um, I'm trained as a biochemist, and uh, certainly so many of the medicines that we have today come from medicinal products and some that are poisons. And when I was in graduate school, there was a lab down the hall that was uh, working on cobra venom factor. They would get the poisonous uh, molecule out of cobra venom and they were turning it into medicine. So this is actually something that does happen. So the poisonous tree, maybe there are some fruits that we just are meeting with aversion. Maybe there are some fruits that we're meeting with compassion and building a fence around it. And maybe there are some fruits, poisonous fruits, that we are turning into medicine. And wherever we are, maybe some we don't even see that they're poisonous and we're still eating them. Wherever we are, Can we honor and respect that's where we are? That's the relationship we have with this particular poisoned fruit, so to speak. And to respect and understand that is precisely what this third step is. Wherever we are, to understand and respect this is is how I am right now with this reaction to this fruit. So thank you.